Hey there, are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher and a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the sidereal zodiac, so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to. To get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart, please visit my website, yogiscopes.com slash chart dash calculator. Now let's get started. Glad you're here. Hello and happy Monday or whatever day you listen to this. I'm actually recording it on Friday for it to go out first thing Monday morning. That is my intention with this podcast that you can start your week with an update of what to expect and some yoga practices, Ayurveda practices, things like that to help you navigate through the astrological energies at play. So this week, there's some big stuff going on. There's not always um, a big major transit with the planets every single week, but this week is the sun is moving into Libra from Virgo and both this Saturn and Jupiter and actually into next week, Mercury will all three be going direct. Now, Pluto just went direct last week and I didn't super duper cover that because I was focused more on the new moon, but I hear all this shade about Mercury retrograde. I see it all over my social media. Everybody's talking about it, Mercury retrograde. And While I do think that Mercury retrograde obviously has some impact, I just, there's like all these other planets that have been retrograde. And additionally, most every single planet goes retrograde once, if not more times than that per year. Mercury's at three or four times a year. So it's the one we hear about the most. Mercury is super quick moving though. It's only retrograde this time for, I think, maybe three weeks total, three and a half is how long it was retrograde, but so, and that happens every three or four months, and we hear about that all the time, but Jupiter and Saturn have both been retrograde for the last four or five months, um, so like I was saying in the last episode, these other planets, like Jupiter and Saturn, they're much slower moving than Mercury, so their impacts in the moon, much slower moving than the moon, and even the sun. So their impacts are tend to be bigger overall, but way more subtle. So it's not like, like, you know, people know people that are like only marginally into, into astrology know when Mercury is retrograde. I mean, like Facebook went down last week, stuff like that. It's like, it's so quick moving. It happens so quick, but then it's over so quick, but the impacts are maybe a little bit more jarring because it does happen so quickly. I don't know. But Jupiter and Saturn, like I was saying in the last podcast episode too, they're not like, like you're not going to wake up on the day that Saturn goes direct and feel a huge difference. Probably. But you might. Especially now that you're here and listening to this and you know what to be on the lookout for, what to expect. Um, So with that said, those are the major transits. 
And then I want to give you my overall interpretation of what they mean, like taken holistically, taken together. Um, and then we'll get dive into each one individually. Okay. So the biggest piece of advice I have to offer you for this week for the energies at play are to be diligent and trust the process. So that's a big key factor of kind of retrograde energy is it might feel like you just can't move forward. Like you're constantly having to redo things and review things and, um, like one step forward, two steps back type energy. That's a big factor at play with retrograde energy. Um, so with this week, stay focused, continue to be diligent, but trust the process. Um, and so that's actually why I planned the topic I planned on the science of light this week, which is Abhyasa and Vairagya. And I have some related, like a yoga philosophy story from the Bhagavad Gita related to that. So Abhyasa and Vairagya are like diligence without being attached to the outcome. And I'll cover way more about that on that episode. So you can just listen um, here and get my interpretation of the astrological transits. And if you want to know the corresponding yoga practices and philosophy in more depth, then I will go over here. I'll still tell you what they are here, um, but you can learn way more about how, like where that comes from, how to apply it to your life over there, just to keep both episodes kind of compartmentalized, uh, relatively short. So you don't have to spend an hour listening to it all. And you can like pick and choose, choose your adventure, choose what, um, really resonates with you to listen to. Maybe me just saying, stay focused and trust the process is enough. Or maybe you want to learn about the yoga philosophy behind that. Then you can hop over there to the science of light, um, and listen. So, and the next two little pieces I want to offer you are be true to yourself while being diplomatic to others. So that's, um, this is mostly directly coming from the Sun and Libra energy, we'll talk more about that, um, but it also has a little bit to do with Jupiter. Um, to be true to yourself without being overindulgent or, um, so it's a balance, right? Like caring for self and caring from others. You can't, you can't pour from an empty cup on one hand, but um, also we do want to be diplomatic. That's actually what the Sun and Libra kind of represents and we'll get more into that. And then also to, to balance all of this, strengthening your connection with source and thereby strengthening your intuition, like basically your self-reliance, um, not needing to look to the outside to get your answers. Um, just really relying on what you come up with from within, whether that's through your yoga practice or your meditation or journaling or some combination of all those things. Um, and I personally have found that journaling I keep a transit journal and when, uh, now, now that I've learned more about these transits and what they happen, you can just listen to the podcast and kind of see how these energies are landing for you and see if you see that playing out in your life. And it just, it just brings a nice little extra piece of self-awareness to your journaling practice. So you can always do like a mind dump, mind dump type journaling practice, but having these, um, transits in mind when they happen, you can see if you've felt that overall energy shift. And it's super subtle. 
it takes a lot of practice, um, but I encourage you to start trying it out. So with that said, on the 11th, which is Monday, which is the day that this releases, um, at 3.03 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when Saturn goes direct. It actually stations direct on Sunday night around 6 p.m., which means it stops. It looks like it's standing still in the sky for about, I don't know, what was that, eight or nine hours, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m.? Or, I mean, 3 a.m., sorry. So overnight on Sunday night, which so by the time this releases on... Monday morning. I'll put it out so that you can listen to it first thing in the morning, uh, at least by Eastern Standard Time, you know. Uh, Saturn will have stopped appearing to move backwards in the sky, and it will start moving forwards. And so a couple keywords for that. Actually, before we get into what that, I just want to tell you, because I, I like to give you a summary up front. So if you want to stop listening to me ramble on, if just hearing my interpretation of the energies and when these things are happening is enough for you. You can listen to that part, turn it off. Okay. So on the 11th, on Monday, um, early in the wee hours of the morning, Eastern time is when Saturn goes direct. So you might start to feel that energy play out. And then on the 17th, which is Sunday, both the sun will be moving into Libra and Jupiter will station direct at 7 p.m. So actually, I'm just bringing this up now. I'm bringing up the Jupiter and Mercury thing now because, um, first of all, a lot of people have been talking about it, but because next week for the podcast episode, there will be a full moon on Wednesday the 20th. So I will mostly cover the full moon on that episode. And to keep the episodes from being too long, I'll cover some of the other major transits now, which is all these planets moving direct. So firstly, so Saturn moving direct is like the biggest one because that happens on Monday. That's the shift you'll feel over the whole week. And then towards the end of the week is when Jupiter stations direct for about 12 hours before it officially goes direct. So it appears to stop moving in the sky. So a, re a planet in retrograde, from our perspective, it looks like it's moving backwards. It's not like actually physically moving backwards, but all of astrology is based on just what the planets look like they're doing from our point of view. And if you want to learn more about that and dive into the like nerdy astrology and astronomy concepts behind astrology, learn more about the sidereal zodiac, you can head over to the Science of Light and look for um, the episode called Astronomy versus Astrology. I also have it linked in my, like if you go to my Instagram or my Facebook or just go to yogiscopes.com slash link in bio. It's the link in my bio on my social media. Um, I have the episode linked there easily. Um, so you can learn more about that there, about what retrogrades actually are astronomically. But here I'll mostly focus on how they play out energetically. So on Sunday night, we'll start to feel that lightening up of Jupiter and Mercury stationing direct and then on Monday morning is when they both actually go direct so stationing means they like stop they're not moving backwards but they're not really moving forward yet either they're just like on pause for a few hours in the sky um so all of that the sun moving into Libra Jupiter going direct and Mercury going direct are all happening over Sunday 
and Monday. So now that I've told you what's actually happening when it's happening and my brief interpretation of how to work with the energy, which is trust the process, stay focused, be diligent, be true to yourself while also not overindulging and being um, still finding a way to be diplomatic and take peaceful action uh, and then strengthen your connection with source. You can learn more about um, my take on how to um, stay focused and be diligent without being super attached to the outcome, aka trusting the process. That's what I'll be covering. It'll come out on Wednesday, so you have to wait a couple days. I'm sorry. Um, on, on the Science of Light. So make sure you head over there and hit follow on your podcast player so that you get notified when it comes out so you don't miss it. Um, so now we'll go into, for those of you that are curious, want to learn more about astrology, I'll talk about why I think what I do about these transits, why, where I came up with, um, why I think you should trust the process. And those are the biggest energies at play this week. So starting with Saturn going direct in Capricorn. So Saturn has been in Capricorn bouncing back and forth. Um, it actually briefly went into Aquarius earlier this year uh, and then retrograded back into Capricorn actually about a month ago. It was like, it was during September that Saturn, re it's been retrograde in Aquarius since like April or something. It's been in Aquarius and then retrograde in Aquarius. I think it moved into Aquarius in April and it went retrograde in May. So if you think about the overall energies of the whole past, I mean, since COVID basically, um, is when Saturn first moved into Capricorn. And like I was saying earlier, most, if not all of the planets retrograde at least once a year, if not more times than that. And so Saturn retrogrades for about five or six months, once a year. So it moved into Capricorn last year. It spent a long time in Capricorn all the way until April of this year because it retro, it never made it out of Capricorn before it started, spent like five or six months being retrograde in Capricorn last year. And then it moved into Aquarius very briefly, retrograded back into Capricorn again. So that's where when it goes direct today on Monday, if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, um, it will be direct in Capricorn again. So that brings a lot more of the same energy that we've been feeling. So Saturn represents, um, I've heard it likened to like father time, you know, like this old man that is going to like teach you a lesson. You have to be patient. Father time wants you to be patient and diligent, right? Um, and then Capricorn is some of the same kind of energy. So both Saturn and Aquarius are ruled by Capricorn. So it does really well in both of those signs, but it brings an overall restrictive energy because Capricorn is very focused on structure and um, Capricorn also has this connection to the government um, and career and politics and things like that. So when Saturn's there, it makes sense that it would bring some kind of restriction related to the government, 
aka COVID restrictions, all that kind of energy. So I don't know if y'all noticed around the time Saturn was retrograding from Aquarius back into Capricorn, at least where I live, mask mandates were coming back into effect as they, they had been lifted shortly after Saturn moved into Aquarius this year, um, around the springtime, early summer, and then they went back into effect. And now we're seeing um, in the news that uh, I've been seeing articles that cases are on the decline again and the Delta variants like not as bad as we thought. I mean, not, I don't want to say not as bad as we thought, but like, uh, it's not spreading as rapidly anymore and case counts are on the decline. So it's like, it's just interesting how that times up really well with the movements of Saturn. Right. But so in your personal life, um, that's where I get the stay focused, take focused action. So when Saturn is retrograde, it might feel like you're taking focused action and it's kind of like not helping, you know, like it's not, um, like one step forward, two steps back energy. That's, that's the retrograde energy. And it's not just Saturn. I mean, we've had Jupiter there too, Mercury. So all these planets being retrograde and depending on what sign they're retrograde in, it just brings different energy, but retrograde energy in general like it, it'll, the planets and the signs will impact different things, but in general, a retrograde brings this like, you have to constantly be revising and redoing and revisiting and um, rethinking, reimagining, all of this kind of stuff um, has been going on. And that's been the, uh, I don't want to say predominant, like the most important energy, but like it's been pretty forefront, pretty pretty up there. I know I've noticed a lot of people really feeling it for the past few months. Even even people that are like not into astrology. I mean, I'm on social media. I see what y'all be saying. You know, <laughs> like y'all are feeling these energies. I know you are. Um and so Saturn is going direct and it is really happy in Capricorn, especially if you take focused action. Um it's the kind of energy where you want to be working long days and being self-reliant and trusting that things get better with time, right? So so just putting your head down and working and not expecting instant gratification. So that's what you don't want to do during this Saturn transit through Capricorn until next month in November it moves into um, Aquarius. I'm not saying when it moves into Aquarius you can expect instant gratification because Saturn never wants you to expect instant gratification ever. Um, that's kind of the whole point is it's like Saturn is that diligent energy, that focus on finding discipline rather than motivation because motivation is fleeting and discipline is what carries you through when, um, when you don't feel very motivated, right? So that's Saturn energy. So, things that Saturn in Capricorn does not like would be things like getting frustrated easily or giving up at the first sign of an obstacle, things like wanting instant gratification. It can also be an indicator of um, if you feel like you want to be cruel or be the devil's advocate, you know, just be opposing or divisive, like that kind of stuff. It can make you, or impatient, it can, excuse me, it can make you 
want to feel that way, but that's like the more shadow side of this transit. So try not to do those things. Try to trust the process, work long, hard days. Um, if you need to, you know, balance that with, with rest, right. Um, but stay focused and organized, have a plan, things like that. Um, and being self-reliant are all indicated by the Saturn direct energy in Capricorn. But then balancing that though, towards the end of the week, the sun is moving into Libra where it is actually debilitated. And so don't be afraid by that word. Like, Oh no, the sun's debilitated. Uh, it's because if you think about the two energies, the sun represents your authority, uh, your vitality, like really shining your light. Right. And Libra is, is balance and focus on diplomacy and relationships and, um, doing what's best for the collective. And so the sun, it's like, "Mm, I'm going to do what's best for me. Right. (laughs) Or, you know, not necessarily just like that, but, uh, when the sun is like, I'm going to take direct action. And, uh, a lot of times you feel like when you take direct action, going around and asking everybody what you should do kind of inhibits that inhibits that taking direct action. Right. So that's why these two energies, the sun energy and Libra energy kind of, um, conflict a little bit, but here's how you can work with that, right? You take peaceful actions, focus on diplomacy. And like I was saying with Saturn going direct in Capricorn, being self-reliant is good. Um, you know, because the, the shadow side of the sun and Libra energy, it can bring a feeling of being out of balance, like giving too much or overindulging, um, or maybe a want to avoid difficulties, avoid hard conversations, which could lead to not being upfront with your needs because you don't want to trouble anyone. That's the kind of energy Sun and Libra can bring out in your personal life. It can also, like on the super worst shadow side, is it can bring this um, almost manipulative, like wanting to play both sides. So, it, And that's, I don't want to say it's like manipulative because it's usually born out of like a, a want to be diplom- diplomatic and kind of keep everybody happy, which is a good thing, right? Um, so the ways to balance that energy are to bring the Saturn energy into play of being focused and diligent with things that you need to get done. Um, taking peaceful actions, not being super um, headstrong right now, but balancing that with the diligence, right? And then give yourself, give the universe, give other people the benefit of the doubt. That's why I was saying like, trust the process, trust that things are working out in your favor, even when it doesn't feel like it. Um, so that's all I have to say about that, about the sun and Libra energy. Um, that will be there for about a month. So we might talk a little bit about that more, but then Also on Sunday, Jupiter is stationing direct, so it will actually be fully moving forward direct at around 7 a.m. Eastern time on next Monday, so a week from when this episode goes out, October 18th. Um, So Jupiter going direct brings, and it's in Capricorn, remember, so bringing that structured energy of Capricorn, it can bring expansion when you bring that structured, focused action. So good 
activities, good energies for this transit include being active yet jovial. Um, so again, not bringing in too much of that, what I would consider like Mars energy of being super assertively active. So, so like happy action, like taking that peaceful action. Um, so, so that, that's what I've been saying. All of these things are indicating like take action, but don't be, uh, like a bull in a China shop about it, I guess, you know, um, and then things like patience and generosity are also indicated with, with Jupiter going, going direct in Capricorn. Um, like I've been saying, you know, don't expect inf instant gratification just because these planets are starting to move direct. It's a more subtle energy. So you have to be patient. Um, yeah, be generous. That's another in thing indicated actually by the sun in Libra helping the less fortunate and Saturn actually Saturn really you can like pay karmic debts to Saturn by donating your time, volunteering, donating items, especially on Saturday because it's ruled by Saturn. Um, it's a good day to go out and volunteer or donate stuff that you don't need to the less fortunate and not just like crappy stuff. Don't be donating stuff that they can't use because that doesn't count. Um, you know, I mean, things like that. Don't feel like you're doing your good deed for the day when it's not probably actually going to be helpful. You got to think about these things. Um, so that's indicated by both Jupiter going direct in Capricorn and Sun in Libra and Saturn. So helping the less fortunate, being generous for the sake of being generous, not to, like I was saying, don't do your good deed for the day without thinking about how it's actually going to help. Because it's not just to do it just to feel like you were generous. It's to do it to actually, like, help others, right? Like, to do something that's really helpful out of the goodness of your own heart, not to just make yourself feel better or look good or that kind of stuff, right? So being genuine is another thing indicated by Jupiter going direct in Capricorn. Being really... So that's why I was saying kind of cultivate your connection with Source because... Uh, you have to kind of let your heart shine through, right? Like let, um, be authentic, be genuine while also balancing this, that, that goes really well with balancing the sun and Libra energy because that's how we want to, if you want to avoid difficulties while also, you know, you don't want to like cause confrontation but you do have maybe needs that need to be met, but you don't want to cause trouble. If you just be genuine and speak from a place of your heart, like it's usually really well received instead of being like combative. Um, there's a way to bring in that sun and Libra energy along with that Jupiter in Capricorn energy and then doing the next right thing. So that's why I'm saying with all of these transits, we're seeing indications of, just do the next right thing, trust the process, put your head down and work, but um, balance that with, you know, relationships and doing what's good for the collective, not just yourself, right? Things like that. Um, but then negative implications that could be brought about by this Jupiter in Capricorn energy are leaning too much into the big vision because so Jupiter brings expansion 
And in Capricorn, you might like have big goals and plans, right? Especially career-wise. Um, but when you lean too much into that vi big vision, it could lead to overindulging. So that's kind of, that's also an implication of the sun in Libra energy is you could be tempted to overindulge, right? Or be overly optimistic. Um, Jupiter in Capricorn could also bring a sense of self-righteousness or being unrealistic with yourself or your dreams, like your expectations for your goals or your expectations on others. So all of that combines, all of the things I just said, like the, the good energies along with the more shadow sides of all these transits combine to say, um, just even though we've been in a period of lots of retrogrades, lots of things are going direct now, moving direct, especially starting this week, things should start to feel like they're lightening up, but it's subtle. It's not like you're just going to wake up today on Monday or, you know, one day this week, Sunday, when these shifts happen, because these ones last a little longer, um, you might just subtly start to notice these energies of things lightening up, feeling a little bit better. Um, but it's important to stay focused, stay organized, work hard, uh, stay connected to yourself so that you do recognize when you have needs that need to be met so that you can be genuine and and get those needs met while still balancing that with the needs of the collective without being combative or manipulative as can be indicated by like the sun in Libra. So trust the process, stay focused, um, be true to yourself, but also indulge in some relationship stuff, some good, you know, friendships, whatever. Um, if you have any questions about these transits, I'm always open to hearing them. I'd love to hear them either in my yoga and astrology Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. There's a great community in there. Um, other people can kind of chime in too. You could also message me on Facebook or Instagram. The links to those will also be in the show notes, but it's just Yogi Scopes, just like the name of this podcast. Um, and if you want to dive even more fully into these energies and how they might be impacting you directly, you can look up your birth chart on my website, yogiscopes.com slash chart calculator. I'll also link that in the show notes, or you could even just book a reading with me. So you could email me to ask more questions about that, or if you are super ready and you just want to book yourself, you can head to yogiscopes.com slash store. That's where you can actually also sign up for the new moon circles when we have them, uh, typically the Sunday before the new moon. So we just had a new moon this week, so it won't be for another month, like the beginning of November, but they're free. They're virtual. We'd love to have you. So you can go to yogiscopes.com slash store. That's where you can sign up for the new moon circles. You can book a reading, um, or you could just go to yogiscopes.com and poke around, find your chart calculator, look at past articles I've put up. Yeah, lots of good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Let me know if you have any questions. And be well, friends. I almost said my little outro that I always say for the science of light, which I say, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, keep your feet on the, on the ground, your head in the stars, and stay in the light. So you can go over to the science of light and hear me say that every time. Um, or make sure you head over there and be on the lookout for the episode coming out this week about uh, Abhyasa and Vairagya, diligence without attachments to, to outcomes, which will give you 
a little more insights about the yoga practices specifically related to this energy, the, the yoga philosophy behind trusting the process. So thanks. I'm so grateful that you're here. Talk to you next time.